Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 307 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about a little football. We have bulldog things to discuss. We have Aggie things to discuss. We have all manner of things to discuss. We're also going to work our way through a topic that has been pretty prevalent over the course of the last year for us, and that is my hair. And we're going to break down the quality time we got to spend with our kids over the last few days. If you have not yet joined us on Patreon, we would love for you to do that at patreon.com slash bigboo. It's two bonus episodes a month for $5 or two bonus episodes and a live episode for $8 a month. And we would love for you to visit our Amazon store. Always so happy for you to check that out to see some of the things that we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash bigboo. As always, we are delighted that you're here, and we hope you enjoy episode 307. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. (laughs) It's Big Mama. How how you doing? Listen, I, you know, I'm going to tell you every, I feel like every week this time I have something and I saw a friend of mine on Thursday night, we had gone out to eat for Perry's birthday and she told me, and she's a big Aggie fan too. Her husband's a big Aggie. And she made the comment. She was like, I hate that the Aggies are losing, but you're so funny. She said, angry (laughs) Melanie is so funny. And all I could think about Saturday night after that game, I thought, well, good. I get to be so funny again (laughs) this week. I get to be angry Melanie again this week because all I could think about is a quote from the worst of the Taylor Swift songs which is look what you made me do where they're like he's like the old Taylor can't come to the phone why because she's dead and that's how I felt Saturday night when that game ended I have to say you know I try to stay I like I like to be an upbeat place for you to land as much as I can be (laughs) in these situations you know I try to be hopeful Mm -hmm. I try to be optimistic and mm-hmm. I really was, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, especially I kept thinking, okay, is it going to shift in the second half? Is it going to shift in the second half? And we are talking about the Texas A&M game versus the University of Alabama playing yes. in Tuscaloosa and the yep. Aggies are in it the whole mm-hmm. first half Yep, and they're killing it. And then they come back in the second half, I mean, Bama kind of starts to pull it together a little bit, but the Aggies don't give up and they're still yep. in it. And like, yep. But the last play of that game, I'm going to tell you, it took out any optimism I have. (laughs) I don't, I don't know when I thought anything was dumber. I don't know when, I mean, Alex was even saying, we were sitting there watching it and he was like, they've got to run. They've got to run because he had been saying like three plays earlier, he was like, Haynes King's legs are done. He said, yeah, you can hardly throw the ball. Like, yeah so tired so when you see that one play and you're right there on the goal line and you're like they've got to run you've got to give it to a chain he's gonna take it right on in and when he backed up in that pocket I'm gonna tell you I was filled with the fury of lands I do not know (laughs) I was so mad because you could see it you could, yeah. if you go back and you watch the replay of that last play, 
every mm-hmm. Alabama defender committed to the pass. Yep. And yep. then here we go. I mean, yep. they, and they were yep. they were going to come after him. And yep. like, just uh, and I told Alex, I was like, a shovel pass and a yep. chain would have been right on in there. Yep. Yeah, that's that's it. That and those are all the thought thoughts that haunted me for the rest of Saturday <laughs> night. That's why I didn't sleep Saturday night. How many letters did you write to Jimbo Saturday so night? So many letters, so many letters. I mean, I'm just like, if nothing else, A-Chain has been the heart and soul of this team all season long. Like he's been the heart and soul. So even worst case scenario, you give him a chance to run and he gets stuffed. At least you gave it to the heart and soul of your team instead of trying to have an average exhausted quarterback make an incredible pass to a freshman wide receiver that really even on the pro level is going to have about a 20% accuracy rate. I mean, like it... It just killed me. I wondered, was that the play that was supposed to happen? Like, did did Haynes King improvise? Did he change it? Like, because mm-hmm. nobody will ever throw him under the bus for that if that's the no, case. No, but no. But it seemed like such a bad angle. Like, mm-hmm. even if he had caught the ball, would he have scored? I don't know. Like, no, he just, wouldn't have. Yeah, I'm it, gonna tell you, he wouldn't have because <laughs> I've analyzed it. I've analyzed it. Like, you've grafted. Listen, yes. You know how like there, there's the the Zeppruder films where people look at the Kennedy assassination? Yes, That's yes, what I've done. Like yes. I have analyzed it. I've looked at it because everybody was like, look, there was pass interference. Like Evan Stewart was being held. And I'm like, fair, he was. But that pass was not catchable, even mm-hmm. if he hadn't. Because the way, listen, I have studied it because for that play to work, Haynes King was going to have to immediately get rid of that ball. And you can see for just a glimmer of a second that the timing would have worked, but Haynes King didn't, he, he's not, that was not his, that's not his strong suit to be able to throw the ball that fast. And I feel like Jimbo called a play that he doesn't have the personnel for Uh. currently. And it just, and listen, but here's what I'm going to say. And you can attest because I texted with you and Retha on Thursday before the game because Retha asked the question. She said, if y'all beat Alabama, would you view this season as a victory? Would you would you view this season in a different light? Right. And I said then, number one, I don't think that's going to happen. But number two, no, I wouldn't because we still have some glaring issues. Mm-hmm. And so as I've had time to process and okay. heal in my heart yes, over the last 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I love to find a bright side if I can. Mm-hmm. And Jimbo's making it really hard for me. Okay. But what I will say is we still have a host of issues. And what I saw Saturday night was hopefully a team that kind of grew up a little bit. And right. some young players that heard and realized like, oh, we can hang with the number one team in the country. We can do this at Tuscaloosa. I mean, in a hostile environment, like the whole thing. Like, so I'm hoping that they'll take that with them. But I think we still have some glaring offensive calling issues. I think we have some glaring O-line issues and those things need to get fixed. And so in some way, almost the worst thing that could have happened would have been what had happened last year, which is we went in, we beat Alabama. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then we kind of tanked the rest of the season. Right, like, right. I'm not interested in having a football team who just can go in and beat Alabama mm-hmm. one time a year. Like mm-hmm. I want a consistently good, well-coached football team. So I'm hoping that this will be the kind of thing that there's still a lot of, because I felt like social media just blasted Jimbo for that last play mm-hmm, call. Mm-hmm. And so I hope that Jimbo will remove the plank that is in his eye. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. And realize that, hey, 
maybe I do need to hire an offensive play caller besides myself, because out of all 752 pages of his offensive playbook that he was thumbing through, the fact that that's the one he dialed up at that moment. Right. Well, not good. There were, um, I think it was on SEC now, one of the guys was saying that they actually liked that play call, or maybe it was on the ESPN college mm-hmm. football show, that they they liked that play call, but that Haynes King didn't commit enough to the pocket, that he should have backed up more. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, no. well, he backs up even more. His receiver essentially has to go stand. Like yeah. his receiver yeah. was already right on the edge of, of being out of bounds. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily understand that, but okay. I yeah. just, I just think in retrospect, he, it, he did commit to the pass initially. So it just felt like there was an opportunity there to run it in, but, yeah. and I don't know what's easier to get absolutely blown out of the water or to I'm, fight like that and have a tiny bit of a moral victory, even though uh-huh. I don't really believe in moral victories. I don't either. Mm-hmm. I don't either. I can tell you with all certainty after Saturday night, I don't believe in moral <laughs> victories. And I, that was the whole thing. Cause I thought part of me, I, I've debated this ever since. And I'm like, I'm glad that we didn't get embarrassed on a national stage, which honestly, I was a little afraid. Is this going to be one of those where we go and get beat 56 to nothing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but I think everybody was like, oh, look, but I think it's that, it's that mind blowing thing of after it's over, you're like, I mean, look at what we are capable of, yep. but look at what we haven't shown. And I had felt a little bit more of a glimmer of hope. And we'll circle around this because I'm going to say watching Mississippi State play Arkansas. Well, I was like, listen, State looks legit like they I mean, y'all dominated Arkansas. There was like a little bit of time there for a while where it looked like they were going to pull in a little bit closer, but y'all really shut them down. And so I was I felt a little bit of optimism on Saturday morning, watching that game going, okay, like state's legitimately good. I don't mean to brag, but well, no, but they are (laughs) good. I mean, and so I think that made me feel a little bit better to see y'all dominate Arkansas because I was like, well, maybe we're better than we thought we were last week. Right. I still didn't see us hanging with Alabama, but all that to say, kadoos to the Bulldogs because y'all look really good. When Caroline was little, I was always trying to find a good vitamin for her to take, and it was so hard because typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk that growing kids should not eat. But that's why Haya was created. It's the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet they taste great and they're perfect for picky eaters. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a taste that they love. It's been formulated with the help of nutritional experts. Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash BigBoo. This deal's not available on their regular website. You have to go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash BigBoo and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Well, here's what I will tell you. And this is the best way I know how to describe this is that if you are a Mississippi State Bulldog fan, 
and if that has been sort of your lot in life for your whole life, Mm -hmm. you always operate with a little PTSD in terms of what can go wrong, how it can go south, what can you say or not say that would in some way affect the outcome of whatever particular game you're playing. So there was a point when we went up 21 to nothing and in a, Mm -hmm. in a bold move, I texted my sister and I said, I think we might be a pretty good football team. And then as Uh soon as I said it, it looked like that Arkansas was about, you know, like I was like, see, this I should have never said it. Uh I should have never, Uh I should have never acknowledged it. I Uh should, you know, I should have pretended. Like I even thought, do I just keep I like stop keeping up with this game and just come back at the end and see how it is? Because anything I say could, you know, but I I loved our effort. I love, uh-huh. I love so much that we have a run game. I cannot yeah. tell you how much I love that we have a run game. And I, I love the, the offensive balance in that run game. I, it's, it's everything. I thought our O-line was amazing. Our defense played great. Now our defense gave up a lot of yards, but they didn't give up a lot of points. Yeah. So, and that's okay. I can, I that, yeah. You know, I'll do the yards all day long. Yeah, just nothing not goes score. on the scoreboard yeah. for yards. So uh-huh. I was surprised. I had a pretty good feeling about that game, honestly, which is yeah. again makes me uncomfortable as a state fan. Yes. You never want to be optimistic. Yeah. But I did have a good feeling about it. Um and I I was really kind of blown away by their resiliency, you know, because yeah. Arkansas would come back and score and we would always answer, always answer. So yeah. we have to go to Kentucky this this weekend, yeah. which uh, God, it's the weirdest place in the Southeastern Conference to play. I will say it for the rest of my days. It's just a weird place to play. And um, and Kentucky is good. I mean, you know, they've got some injuries now. So you don't take that for granted at all. I mean, they're a good Mm -hmm. football team. So we have Kentucky and then we have to play in Tuscaloosa at Alabama. We have to we play. Auburn at home, and then we have to play Georgia. So, so it's yeah. not necessarily going to be easy here yeah, no. in, the, in the next month. But I feel like our team plays as a team. I feel like there are a lot of different guys who get their hands on the ball. I feel like I don't know. I just mm-hmm. I like what I see. So yeah. I'm pleasantly yeah. surprised. But I I told my college friends in our group text yesterday, like I, and because I said this to David the day before. It's such a Mississippi State thing to me that we are five and one, and I'm my attitude about this team is still like, okay, we'll see, we'll see yeah. how it how Oh it yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's how it is. That's the SEC shorts this week is about having to retrain Tennessee fans, you know, <laughs> because it's like, and they have like a shock collar yes. where you're just, you know, because when you've lived in that place for so long, mm-hmm. like, and I feel like I have. I feel like every summer I drink the maroon Kool-Aid. I do. I fall for it hook, line, and sinker. I just do. Mm-hmm. And even by the end of last week, I was like, I think we could beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think we could. And then you watch how that game plays out and you're like, this is why. This is why yeah. this happens to me. Because everybody was texting me. How many times did you text me my name in all caps? You know? A lot. A lot. Like, because I didn't know what to say. I didn't want yes. to throw it off. So I just tried to communicate like my all yes. about it. Yes, that so, you're in it. Yeah. Melanie. Uh-huh. Melanie. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were in it with me. But Perry even said like when I went to like that night, like cause we were cooking out and I went to change clothes from the day and I was because I'd showered and I was like, I gotta figure out which Aggie shirt to wear mm-hmm. because the I know these two are not good luck. And so I got it and Perry was like, Oh bless you. If only it were that easy. I and know. I thought, you know, if only it were that easy that it was a matter of me picking out the right shirt, you know? I do. I do. But it 
it's it listen it's a gut wrencher it but, is oh well it is but it's hard it's hard to be when you've had your heart broken it's hard to get back in it you know absolutely so yeah. Alabama and Tennessee play this next weekend in yeah. Knoxville mm-hmm. I'm watching that I mean oh yeah but but here's my thing in my heart of hearts do I think Tennessee has a really good chance of winning that game I do yeah. And, and in my heart of hearts, would I root for Tennessee in that game? Perhaps I just know state has to play them, has to play Bama the next weekend. So yeah. you don't, so let's say Tennessee beats them. Well, then that just makes everything worse for us. Yes. You know, yes, yes. and uh, although Saban, they aren't going to, because here's what you know about Alabama. They're not losing two weeks in a row. No, no. Although mm-hmm. I didn't think that Arkansas would lose three weeks in a row. You know, I mean, no, I, that's true. That's fair. I didn't think they would, but, but. Also, you just feel like with Saban, there, there's some, yeah, there would be a, a shift in the atmosphere if they lost two weeks in a row. So well, I can't get that far ahead of it. I'm just saying that's going to be a fantastic game. This it's going to be a fantastic game. And I feel like this year's Alabama team is not the Alabama teams of the past. I see some weaknesses and right. some things like that. And so it'll be interesting to see. But I also think having kind of a sloppy game against us means that they will probably be dialed in for Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So side eyes, I see you. What you got? Side eyes. I'm giving a big side eye to the OU defense. I don't know what's happening because your new head coach is supposed to be a defensive guru. And it feels like what's happening to y'all defensively is what's happening to the Aggies offensively. Like, oh man, where's your defense? Like what's, what's happened? I don't understand what's going on. I feel like the people that I hear from the most I feel like my DMs this football season, and it's warmed my heart, have been really Auburn fans and OU fans <laughs> who want to commiserate with me in our in our misery and our defeat. Um, and I appreciate that. So I'm going to give a side eye to to that. Um, I'm going to give a little bit of a side eye to Alabama. I think y'all played sloppy. I yeah. mean, I just they did. They had a lot of. It was a very un Alabama esque showing. I felt like. I agree. Um, in a way, and I'm going to give a side eye to some Alabama fans because I heard some bad stories from my oh, friends no. that went to Tuscaloosa this weekend. And I'm not going to repeat them, but I'm just going to say, maybe be a little kinder to your guest. Maybe don't spit on them is what I'm going to say. You know, a nighttime game in, in Tuscaloosa can be a challenge if you're the visiting mm-hmm. team. And I'm like you, I, I don't have to repeat things I've experienced. I'm just throwing yeah. that out there. Mm-hmm. It can be a little bit of a challenge, but you know, the last time I went, I said, I'm, no, I'm never going back. I'm just yes. like, I, I love my friends who love Alabama and mm-hmm. who support the university of Alabama. I'm so happy for them and the success they've had. I don't, I don't have to sit there somebody who is not an Alabama fan. So I'm not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I, my first side, I, again, is, is adjacent to the actual game, but I'm going to tell you that the camera quality for the Mississippi state, Arkansas game, <laughs> I saw on one of the state message boards, somebody said, did they pull out the Jefferson pilot cameras from like yeah. 1996 for that game? It was when they were doing like the, the, the press box cams, you know, where you're kind of getting the big view of the field. Mm -hmm, It it was terrible. Like it was so grainy and even the Mm -hmm. announcers look grainy. And I was like, are we familiar with HD? Have we looked into HD for this game? Now, when they would do up close shots on the sidelines or of plays, it looked Mm -hmm. great. But something yeah. was a awry with the camera work. And I, I noticed. Yes, yeah. I noticed. I don't know. Did they did they not get a cord connected? Was it like our podcast where like, mm-hmm. by the way, several people 
a messaged me last week and we're like, is everything okay? The podcast didn't come out Wednesday night. And that's because I scheduled it for the wrong day. I got my okay. dates a little well, bit, that- <laughs> up, but I fixed it Thursday morning, but yeah, I scheduled it for the wrong day. Um, so I'm going to give that a side eye, the camera quality. I feel like uh-huh. it's 2022. Maybe we could do a little bit better. I'm getting just that yeah. all set up. Um, my second side, eye, I've mentioned it. I don't have to go into it again, but my second side eye is Jimbo Fisher for that play call at the end of the game. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you. Well, and I'm going to give another side eye to the Alabama, whoever was keeping the clock because there were six <laughs> seconds left. There were six seconds left. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, when we were on the two yard line, there were three seconds left. And I'm not saying it would have made a difference, but it could have conceivably given us time to run one more play. And listen, I don't know that Jimbo wouldn't have called the old flea flicker for that last play, but I'm just saying, what happened with the clock? What happened with the clock? Listen, when I was little, there was nothing to me more exciting than when, than a flea flicker. There was <laughs> nothing, nothing any better. I'll never forget the first time I saw a flea flicker in person. And I felt like, I mean, I had arrived. Oh, yeah. Witness that kind of football genius in person. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The flea flicker. I've just come off a weekend where Aggie football has caused me to stress eat. I ate a lot of junk. And the thing that I've realized as I get older is that when I do that, it makes me feel terrible. But Noom is a great way for me to reset as the week gets started and think about what I'm putting in my body and the food choices I'm making. To me, being this age just highlights how much I need to think about my overall health and wellness so that I can move, so that I can feel good, so that I can get up in the morning and not be all swollen and puffy. I love Noom because it's sustainable. It really helps me make better choices without changing my lifestyle because I'm not gonna change my lifestyle all the time. I love the Noom app because it's a daily check-in. It makes me think about what I'm choosing to eat and it's just flexible. It makes it easy to log my progress and it's encouraging without making me feel guilty because I am going to occasionally eat a plate of chocolate chip cookies. It's who I am. You can choose your level of support from five minute daily check-ins to personal coaching because progress isn't a straight line and off days are okay. Noom weight will help you get back on track. Active Noomers lose an average of 15 pounds in 16 weeks and 95% of customers say Noom weight is a good long-term solution. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom weight's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash bigboo. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash bigboo to sign up for your trial today. Okay, what about ICs? What do you have there? I'm going to give my first one to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Thank because you. Because y'all were dominant. You looked good. You looked like a well-coached team. You know, I love it's. You just can't not like Mike Leach. Oh you know gosh. what I mean? So it's the whole thing. It goes into when I, when we're not playing y'all, I really enjoy y'all as a team. Thank you. So it was, it was fun to see y'all have such a dominant performance against Arkansas. And, you know, it was, I thought it was really good. My other one goes to TCU. TCU beat Kansas. They are TCU looks legit. There were several people on the Texags message board that was like, can we please go get TCU's offensive coordinator? Because you want to talk about somebody who's doing more with less. For sure. Is him. So um, those are really my two big ones. I didn't watch a ton of games this weekend, but those were the two. And then, you know, Tennessee, of course, I'm going to continue because Tennessee, you appear to be legit. Yeah. So you yeah. beat LSU. I think LSU's a pretty good team. So there you have it. Well, I have three. Um, one is UCLA and Chip Kelly. I think they're legit. I really do. Like okay. UCLA's good, I think. Mm-hmm. I, we'll see how mm-hmm. it plays out when, when, you yeah. know, if we get into postseason situations, but 
They're a good football team. My second one is to Hendon Hooker, who's the quarterback for the Tennessee Volunteers. Man, he's fun to watch. (laughs) Yeah. He's he's smart. And and, um, it's always a delight to hear him break down the events of a game. Like, I just, Uh I don't know. I enjoy his leadership. You know how I I have a whole thing about you look for the leaders and I feel like he's a great leader. And Uh speaking of my my third one, I'm going to echo you a little bit, is Mike Leach. I don't know how he (laughs) does what he does. He is the most unassuming person ever. Mm -hmm. Um, He looks like he could be on the sidelines or he could be at a lecture about tactics somebody used um, back in Rome at one point. You know what I mean? Yes. He he could take it or leave it. Him with that coffee cup going down Uh dog walk. Um, his, his just unflappable patience with the media and how he Mm -hmm. just entertains every question and every angle, but he somehow, what I, what I, what I love the most that I've seen this year is he is flexible Mm -hmm. and, you know, we came in really like a one trick pony a couple of years ago and had some immediate success. And then everybody caught onto what we were doing and it was hard from there on out. Yeah. But the fact that he has worked uh, a running offense into his air raid mm-hmm. is I'm like, okay, I appreciate that. That's somebody who's teachable and that's somebody yeah. who's willing to flex for the greater good. And these are qualities I love wherever I see them. And so yeah. anyway, I'm just uh, so proud of, of him and, and so, so entertained kind of by the the low key way in which he has incorporated all of these things. Yeah. Listen, and I'm going to tell you that I've never appreciated more a coach who will adjust and make some changes (laughs) and recognize where maybe there's some weaknesses and where we can be better. You know, I'm just saying, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I got so tickled and a lot of y'all sent me the video and I'm sure Sophie, but the one from like two weeks ago, I guess it was after the A&M game when the the sideline reporter asked him about getting married and he encouraged her to elope and just the whole, and you could tell she was just, just thrown off, but I appreciate him (laughs) engaging in that conversation. I thought it was hilarious. I know you got to think, and it's not a good thing or a bad thing, but if somebody asked Nick Saban after a game about their wedding plans, Mm -hmm. he's, he's he's not going to be here for that. Like he's he's not having it. He's got other things he would rather Mm -hmm. discuss. Um, but I like that somebody could ask Mike Leach after a game about a TV show and he would, Mm -hmm. he'd just go right in there. I don't know. It's, it's trying to see, I'm happy to see him be successful, even though I'm a state fan. So I know it could all turn on, on a dime, um, at any moment. It's, it's fun, you know, right now. So yay for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I need to talk to you about something that I have not I have not told you yet. Oh, tell us. Uh-huh. Well, so this past Friday, David and I went to Mississippi for a funeral. Our friend Todd's daddy passed away. And so we drove over to Mississippi for that funeral. And so it was one of those mornings where when I got up, I had to like really get ready. You know, I had to mm-hmm. I had to put on yeah. makeup, I had to put on a dress, I had to fix my hair, the whole thing. We were in Brandon about to go to the church where the funeral was. And mm-hmm. David said, he was driving and he said, why do you keep brushing your hair? And I oh. said, because it is, it is long. And I feel like if <laughs> I, once I, I brush it, it stays that way for like 35 seconds. And then it becomes some unrecognizable structure to me. And I don't know what to do with it. And I said, let me tell you what happened to me a couple of days ago. And he said, what? 
And I said, you know, I wear it back, um, pull back a lot and a ponytail because it's easier for Pilates and it's just easy. Yeah. And I said, so I've gotten very accustomed to seeing me with my hair pulled back. And I said, one morning earlier this week, I got, I went in the bathroom and I took my ponytail holder out of my hair and I looked at myself and I had a flashback to my childhood and grandma Walton. Because there was an episode of the Waltons, Grandma Walton always wore her hair up in this kind of elaborate update, but there was Mm -hmm. one episode where she, her hair was down like before she went to bed and it terrified me because because I didn't know what to make of Grandma Walton with this hair that was like falling down past her shoulders. And I said, and I just, I keep feeling like when my hair is down, I look old. Like I just, I'm Mm. Grandma Walton. I scare myself. I don't like how my face looks. I feel like it pulls me down. I don't know what to do with it. And he was like, then why don't you just get it cut? And I said, because I like, so we're having this whole like philosophical conversation, you know, in the car. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, because I like being able to pull it back, but I really like, I'm trying so hard to let it grow, but I just can't get past the fact that I feel really old when I wear it down. And I I feel like I'm wearing a costume and I don't know what to do (laughs) when it gets underneath my collar and I'm so uncomfortable. And in that moment, I picked up the phone and I called Carla at my salon and I said yes. does Carla have time when she could cut my hair and they said she can take you at 11 45 tomorrow and let me oh. tell you what I took the appointment even though it was in the middle of the state game I thought I can take my phone I can watch in the salon but I have got to get this stuff wow cut. wow wow so okay. I did I got my oh. hair cut now it's a little longer than what would have been my normal length uh, yes. a couple of years ago. So I still can get it back in a little ponytail. I did this morning when I went to Pilates. Okay. So it's right. a little bit longer, but when I tell you, I felt like I returned to myself. It okay. was like when Carla finished, like when she got out those, she uses this razor on my hair when it's shorter uh-huh. to like mm-hmm. thin it out and texturize it. And it mm-hmm. was the most satisfying moment of the last uh, maybe six months for me. I was so okay. happy. Now, Am I proud of myself that I grew it out? I am. Uh-huh. Did I love uh-huh. the being able to pull it back and all that? I did, but golly, I never could get a hold of what to do with it when it was down. Like, okay, that's fair. I that's just fair. couldn't, like, I don't have enough hair to have like uh-huh. anything cascading. I just, I couldn't manage it. And I kind of feel guilty that I got it cut, but I got it cut. And I wanted to tell you before you see me in two days. Yeah. And, and not that it, it's, I don't, it's okay. okay it's okay. You. you know you. what? Cause uh, you know what? I'm going to liken it to remember, was it like two years ago, three years ago? Remember? And I got mine cut like a little below shoulder length. Yes. Remember? I loved it. Yes. And you parted yeah, and it in you, the middle. Uh-huh. Yes. And you loved it. And you were like, it's so cute. It looks so cute. And I was like, and I did like, I looked at it and I liked it in theory, but I, I lived with that and I thought it just doesn't feel like me. Like mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm a long haired person and I get, maybe if it even looks better, shorter, maybe it fits me shorter. Maybe I look younger with it shorter, but I was like, I just am a long haired person. Mm-hmm. So I get needing to return to what feels true to you. Yeah, I really yeah. do. So grandma Walton over here is going to tell you, I'm just going to braid mine and cast You don't look like grandma and... Walton. Like <laughs> long hair looks like you to me. Like, I think it's, it's, it's because I was used to seeing grandma Walton with her hair up, you know, but my sister, uh-huh. I told her whatever night I was like, I'm, so I'm going to get my hair cut tomorrow. I guess it was Friday night. And I had it pulled back, of course, at dinner. And I was like, I'm getting it cut tomorrow because I felt like Grandma Walton. And she said she remembered that one of our great aunts, when she was younger, always wore her hair up. And one time she saw her 
with her hair all the way down and it terrified her. And okay. I thought it's the going back and forth that I can't do. It's yeah. not like yeah. if it were just long and I thought it looked great long, I'd mm-hmm. be so good with it. But I don't feel like it looks like me when I see myself in a picture, I would be like, oh, what is that sheet over my shoulders? Like it just, yeah. And so I don't have the texture. I think that long hair requires to look really good. And my head is too big to be for me to ever be content with my hair just being flat because my head is enormous and, and I need, I need some volume to work with it. So I'm not saying this is where I'll land forever, but man, I was, I felt like, I felt like myself when I left the salon and I haven't fixed it yet on my own because Carla washed it and styled it. But, but I was happy this morning that I can still, get it back, you know, into a ponytail. And it's, I mean, it's, it's just more of a, it's not even really a long bob. It's just more of a bob, but at least I can get it off my neck, which that, that was my big win for letting it grow out was to remember the delight of being able to pull your hair up off your neck. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, listen, I'm glad you told me, I'm glad that I'm prepared for when I pick (laughs) you up from the airport on Wednesday, which I'm so excited about. Listen, I'm too. If you are a small business owner, then you know how important it is to be ready for the insane holiday season, and it is here. If you haven't started preparing for the chaos of holiday bailing and shipping, you're already falling behind. Luckily, Stamps.com has everything you need to make your life a whole lot easier. It's the 24-7 post office that you can access from anywhere. No lines, no traffic, no hassle. Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Get access to the USPS and UPS services you need to run your business right from your computer. With inflation on the rise, every dollar counts. Protect your margins with major discounts on USPS and UPS rates up to 86% off. You can get ahead of the holiday chaos this year. Get started with Stamps.com today. You can sign up with promo code BIGBOO for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. There's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code BIGBOO. I know technically this is a work trip, but it doesn't feel like a work trip, no. and so I'm super excited. It feels like it's coming at the perfect time I feel like it's coming at a time when the Aggies have a bye week this next weekend. So it's like, I feel like I'm just going to be able to rest. And right, 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 right. Well, and I'll have the Kentucky game going on. We have a live show in Brenham, Texas. This is what we're talking about. So we have a live show Thursday night and Friday morning. And so I am flying into San Antonio Wednesday, along with Retha. And we're mm-hmm. going to spend the night in San Antonio. Then we're going to drive to Brenham. And mm-hmm. we just got all manner of fun for the weekend oh planned and, and, oh and don't listen and gully's hosting y'all for coffee and breakfast thursday morning with <sighs> honey and big there so I'm it's so happy <laughs> i'm so happy about it there's I, so many different things i just can't wait i'm uh, there's so many different things it's so much to be excited about so i'm delighted david said a couple of days ago he was like i know you leave wednesday but when do you come back and i said oh sunday like <laughs> just gonna stretch yeah. it out a little bit yeah. Yeah. That's Perry was like, so your show is Wednesday, is Thursday, Friday. And I said, yeah. And he's like, when are you coming home? I was like, Sunday. I mean, you know, it's like, we got stuff to do, but it's going to be antique week. So I feel like after the show on Friday, we can go shop and kind of walk around. Cause there's some great places with some really cool jewelry and some clothes type stuff. And oh, I, feel I like can't we can wait. Go 
we could go do that. And then Saturday, I think we're planning on going to College Station. I cannot and wait. I'm just, I know it's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. The weather's supposed to be pretty good. And so it just all feels great. It does. Yeah. I've never been to College Station. So um, when Melanie first suggested that we drive over there on Saturday, I was like, that was the biggest yes for me. And ah, even and, so happy. and Alex's roommate was here last week. He lives not far from there and or is from a town not far from there. And I was like, I'm going to go to College Station. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. So it's going to be fun. We both got to have time over the last few days. We've both had some, some quality time in your case, not very long, but still quality time with the yeah, children. Yeah. Take what I can get. Mm-hmm. I'll take what I can get. So yeah, Caroline's was so quick. It's hardly worth mentioning, but she came <laughs> in, she got her hair highlighted. We had a little birthday dinner to celebrate Perry Saturday night. And then she woke up Sunday morning and headed back, but that's okay. Cause we'll see her this Saturday and you know, whatever, but it was, it was fun to have her home even for just a few minutes. So, but tell us about, well, he has fall break right now. And so, but one night last week, he and his roommate were exhausted, like just so, so tired. And so he had talked about coming here and spending the night, just like, just to sleep, you know, a little bit. And so this was right before fall break started. And so I said, why don't y'all come here and I'll cook spaghetti because his roommate loves spaghetti. and. Um, and then yeah, if y'all want to, y'all can just sleep here. Like you can just go to bed and sleep as long as you want because of the way their schedules worked out. They could do that for the next day. So yeah. they did. And I, it was the most fun. It, I was so happy because I just, I hadn't been able to see him like to, to really kind of get eyeball to eyeball to ask all the questions I wanted to ask and same yes. with Jackson with his roommate. And so, um, so I made spaghetti and Texas toast and, mm. They ate a ton and we just broke down a lot of things. And I heard a lot of stories I hadn't heard yet. And so that just made my heart full and happy. And then uh, Jackson flew home at the beginning of the weekend and Alex was here because it was homecoming for, it was high school homecoming. And so he had stuff going on and we had gone to Mississippi, but then Saturday night, listen, this will forever be one of my happiest times ever. Oh, If a tree falls in a forest, does it make a sound? Probably. If 27,000 trees fall in a forest, would you rethink what you're using for toilet paper? I hope so. Every day, 27,000 trees are cut down just to make conventional toilet paper. That's almost 10 million trees per year just to make something that's used once and then flush down the toilet. But that's where real paper comes in. Real makes a sustainable toilet paper that contains no trees and instead uses 100% bamboo. Bamboo is an awesome sustainable option because it's both soft and strong and because it's a grass, bamboo can be continually harvested without damaging the plant itself. And while other conventional papers are wrapped in plastic in the grocery store, Real Papers packaging is plastic-free, compostable, and offers free shipping on all orders. That's the best part. It's delivered right to your door. Real Paper is available in easy hassle-free subscriptions or for one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door with free shipping and 100% recyclable, plastic-free packaging. If you head to realpaper.com slash bigboo and sign up for a subscription using our code bigboo at checkout, you'll automatically get 30% off your first order and free shipping. That's R-E-E-L-P-A-P-E-R dot com slash bigboo or enter promo code bigboo to get 30% off your first order plus free shipping. So let's stop flushing our forest and try Real's tree-free paper. Real is paper for the planet. 
Saturday night, I just kind of on a wild hair when I woke up, listen, I, I woke up full of hope because I was getting my hair cut. And so I thought I'm going to get, get my hair cut. I'm going to go to the grocery store. And then I just want to get in the kitchen with football on and I want to cook all afternoon. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. uh, Ella had gone to Mobile to see some of her pledge class friends. So Steph and Joey were here, were in town, but not with Ella. But Joel was at LSU, but Casey and Ash came over. And so I could, listen, I fried chicken. I cut corn off the cob. Oh, I made, I made twice baked potatoes. I made Lilo salad, which I oh. knew Ashby would love. And she uh -huh. did. Uh, yeah, it's so the good. best salad. Uh, so I, um, I made Ree's apple dumplings where you take a slice oh, of apple yeah. and wrap them in crescent rolls and then you know, mm -hmm. I can pour Mountain Dew or Sprite around the whole thing. David made cinnamon ice cream. Like we just had, we had a great meal, but we sat all of us in the breakfast area and that our tiny den off of the kitchen, we just all kind of piled in there and we had the best time. We just, it was so good oh, to, that. you know, be with the the college people and just laugh and and that's a fun group to cook for anyway because they're so appreciative of everything mm -hmm. and it was it was just delightful listen I stopped up my sink I, I cook so much and use it ah. all so much I, wait I, Roto Readers gotta come but um it was just it was so great and I, I'll tell you kind of what what went before that and this was also on Friday and this was why I think one reason why it was so fun to be with Alex and Ashby on Saturday night when we were at visitation for Todd's daddy, mm -hmm. um, which was right before the service, we said so we went down the line and when we, we turned to come back up the aisle at the church after we talked to Todd and his brothers and his sister. I'd kind of expected that I would see my friend Wendy from college because yes. her family's also close to Todd's family. But I wasn't sure and I didn't think to text her ahead of time. But when we turned to come back up the aisle, we saw Wendy and her husband, Dave. Mm -hmm. And I... I like it was, I mean, you know, this feeling, it was like an unexpected, like encounter with somebody that you've loved for so long and that you yes. have such fun memories with. And it was uh -huh. like, it was like an en endorphin rush almost. Oh. I was so happy to see her. And so anyway, we had the most fun time talking to them. And then David and I went and sat down and then we got to talk to him a little bit after the service too. And when we got in the car, I told David, I said, just seeing Wendy for that little bit of time. It made me so excited for Alex and for Ella and for Ashby yes. and what they have ahead. Because what they have yeah. ahead is one day they'll run into somebody from this time in their life and just feel yeah. those same things. And like, yeah. it was a good perspective thing for me because I was like, listen, the best days are ahead. And I'm just really excited for them and just yeah. all the, the friendships and the memories that are ahead. And, and thinking about, you know, I told him, I was like, you know, Nothing has meant more to me over the the course of my adult life than than my college friendships, and I know that's true yeah. for you too. Like those college mm -hmm. friendships have been sustainers. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. So it was just really mm -hmm. fun with that perspective to get to be around Alex and that. Ashby that night, and to hear about their stories, and to start to kind of get familiar with some of these people. And it's good. Yeah. 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 I totally get it. I think that's the whole, that was, you know, just even talking to Caroline, I was like, she's like, you know, there's times that it's hard and I'm stressed and there's a lot going on and I feel like it's a lot to juggle. And she said, but it's something she said, like that there's a time in my life where I'm like, well, I have 10 people I need to go get lunch with. And I don't know how I'm going to fit it all in. You know, like there's just something sweet about that. Like, oh, 
I love it. Well, one of my questions, so, I asked Jackson this, I asked Alex this, and I asked Ashby this. And I, uh-huh. I'd actually seen Ella. I knew I wouldn't get to see her this past weekend. So I spoke in Atlanta last week. And then I went back through Auburn and took Ella to lunch after so we could visit. And mm-hmm. I've, I've asked them all, okay, tell me about three of your favorite people that, that you've met. Oh, I love that. And it's been so fun to hear not just who, but why, you know? Yes. And yes. so I think the part that felt a little intimidating when they all left now is starting to, to, to turn a little bit where it feels like, okay, this is fun. This is, mm-hmm. this is fun to see. Yeah, it is. It's, I think it's super fun. It's fun to see them come into their own and meet their people and do all that stuff. And so it's like, you miss them, but it's like, then when you get to talk to them, you're like, man, they're just living their best lives, mm-hmm. you know? Well, there so. was a moment when Jackson and Alex were over here and they were talking about something and somebody's name came up and they kind of looked at each other and they said the guy's last name and died laughing. And like, I don't know who mm-hmm. this person is, but clearly they adore him. You know what I yes. mean? And I kind of uh-huh. looked at David and, um, cause Dave, I, if, listen, I was, if I was on a 10 with them being here, David was on stun, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I kind of looked over at him and grinned because it's just seeing yeah. where they have room for some, some fresh affection in their life. So, yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. It so, is. That's so good. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Okay. So is it time for five favorites? It's time for five favorites. I cannot so, wait. Listen, I'm going to tell you that the first one, I'm inordinately excited about it because I feel like I have been on a journey for a long time. So back a long time ago, Gap used to make these great workout tanks that I loved because they were a little bit longer. They didn't fit too tight, whatever. Well, over the course of time, they're old, they're kind of worn out. And I I can't tell you how many workout tanks that I have ordered and tried that just are not it for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Like they're either too short or they're too fitted or they're whatever. So on a whim last week, I ordered from Amazon this champ. It's a champion brand. It's the C9 workout tank because I like to work out in a tank top Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all year long, even when it's cold. So I'll just wear a sweater or sweatshirt until I warm up this it's the best one I've tried okay it's so good it it fits like I think I'm going to make sure I ordered a medium which is plenty roomy for me like but it's it's long enough so I can wear it with leggings and it covers my front and my back it's a great Um, length yeah it comes up like high enough that if I'm bending over and doing stuff I don't have to worry about stuff showing Mm -hmm. it it's just a good, it's a lightweight, it looks good, it feels good. So I had ordered it in white and black. And after I got them in and after I wore them, I've now ordered it in three more colors because <laughs> I it's, so appreciate that. Yeah. Cause it's so good. And I don't know how long it'll be available. You know, you feel like it could go away, but it's it's the workout tank I've been looking for. I'm so um, delighted for you. I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you it's, it's been a game changer for me to feel like, cause I just kept wearing these same ones over and over again. And I was like, I've got to get something new, but I kept ordering and I would get them in and I'd be like, this isn't it, this isn't mm-hmm. it. But mm-hmm. this one, it was the, it was the glass slipper that fit. So okay. delighted. That's one. The second one is this is a product that I had used years ago. And then I kind of forgot about it because it's glossier is the brand and it's called boy brow. And it's like an eyebrow. It's like a tinted eyebrow gel. 
I have wanted to try this. Jamie Golden told me about this a couple of years ago, and I just, for whatever reason, it fell off my radar. So I can't wait to hear what you think. Yeah. So anyway, I I was thinking about it because I was like, I really need something to hold my brows in place. Like they're just a little unruly mm-hmm. and, and to give them a little bit of a tint. And so this in combination, I still love the Anastasia Brow Wiz, but then to use this to kind of hold them there. Yes. And the game changer is now you can order it from Amazon. You used to have to order it from the Glossier site. And sometimes when you've got to do that, that's too complicated. They charge you shipping. It's a separate site. It's a da 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 da. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be into that, but now you can order it from Amazon. Delightful. Um, it's I get the brown. It's just a really good. It's got like a little tiny kind of mascara type brush, so you just can use a little bit, and it holds your brows in place. And it, but it doesn't feel stiff, and it's great. So there's that. Okay. Um, I'm going to add to cart. Yeah. Add to cart. Cause you'll really like mm-hmm. it. It's the best one. It I've tried a lot of eyebrow gels, but this one really works well. And okay. I had loved it before, but I'd never reordered it. Cause there again, it required a separate site. That was too complicated. Yes. Yes. Um, the, Melanie's the third... very particular about what somebody's going to charge her for shipping. Yeah. She's really going to think that through before she pays anybody, anything extra for shipping. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not paying. I'll, listen, I'll pay a hundred dollars, but don't tell me that it's $85 with $15 right. shipping. Then I'm out. I'm not I, doing that. That's that I, math. I know it doesn't add up, but it adds up in my head. That's so right. mm-hmm. um, the third thing, and listen, I know I am in a complicated place with fashion right now. It's been really hard for me. I'm so and skeptical I, about this. I, I'm so I know, skeptical. Mm-hmm. I loved a bodysuit in college. Listen, I loved a bodysuit in college and the bodysuits are back. And I now, listen, in college, I would wear just the bodysuit with jeans, sure. you know, and that's yeah. not going to happen now. That's not going to happen. But it is a really good under layer, mm-hmm. you know, under a blazer. Blazers are really in right now. It works with the high waisted pants. It's really a great way to get a smooth line. And so I'm going to tell you that I have tried. I've ordered from Amazon. I've ordered from Spanx. I've tried several different bodysuits. And I'm telling you that by and large, if you decide you want to venture into bodysuit territory, the ones from Abercrombie and Fitch are the best. Okay. I appreciate the research, the commitment Mm -hmm. to the process. Yep. They are really good. And so the one that I linked, they're actually on sale right now, but they're like $33 um, they come in a lot of different colors. The one that I really like is the white ribbed one because it really does look like a tank top. It looks like a white ribbed tank top, but it's substantial enough that it's it holds you in. You don't have weird lumps and bumps, but it's also thick enough that you mm-hmm. don't feel like it's see-through or anything like that. Right. So, yeah, that looks like an old navy tank top. Yeah, and that's and I like the look of it because mm-hmm. it's like to just wear it under like a big button down shirt or whatever. It very much just looks like you have a tank top, but you're not trying to mess with tucking in the tank top. Right. You know. Right. Yes. So anyway, okay. so the bodysuit. If you if you want to go there, I'm just saying those are good ones. Um, this fourth thing, I tried these on last week at Free People, and I didn't get them, and I think I'm going to go back and get them because uh, I've been thinking about them ever since. See, that's I, how you know. That's how you know those are so cute. They're so cute. Uh, so they're the free people jade cord flare. They are they're super high rise. Like oh, they're super high rise. Darling. So, so I personally would not tuck anything into them because I'm just kind of short torsoed anyway. So if I were to try to tuck something into that high of a rise, it would look like basically that my boobs were sitting on my waist. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of <laughs> information a for the it's podcast. A, that's a good look. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but 
I'm just saying, but what I love about them is they're super fitted through the thigh, mm-hmm. like, but they're stretchy. So they're soft. So they're not uncomfortable, but they give that really good slim line through this. So to wear mm-hmm. them with like an oversized shirt or sweater mm-hmm. or whatever, they look fantastic because you've got that slimming. Right. Through the thigh. Yeah. It's like, it's like leggings when you have yes. like in the, in the top part. And this is a huge thing for me with pants right now. Like if mm-hmm. I'm going to wear pants that come up as high as pants come up, I don't want, I don't want them bagging out in the backs of my legs. Like, no, I can only mm-hmm. do so much people like that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've got to work, but these in like this green, they come in a lot of different colors. Like I've linked them on the Zappos site because it free people, they're almost all sold out in all colors, but I also saw them on Belk and they have like a really pretty hot pink. Um, but I loved this green. And I will tell you that I also tried on at anthropology, like the Pilcrow cords and like Maeve has a long cord. These are better than any of those. And these are less expensive because they're under a hundred. Yeah. You know, um, I'll order the Pilcrow cords, the, the long ones, but I did not keep them. Like, yeah. Just if nothing special, you know, no, they're nothing special mm-hmm. And the length on them. Like these are long enough, like that I'm going to, you would wear them with a little bit of a heel. And that's to me, if you're going to wear a flare and look good, I think you need to be wearing a little bit of a heel. Mm-hmm. I think that I usually agree. looks better. Yeah. So Anyway, these are really good. This green is so pretty. And I think I'm going to end up ordering them because I, I can't quit thinking about them. So there you have it. Those are darling. Um, and then the last thing I ordered kind of on a whim, because I, listen, for somebody who really never smoked other than a couple <laughs> of ill-conceived times in college. We had a <laughs> whole I, discussion with this with the kids <laughs> Saturday night. And I don't even know how it started, but I talked about how I tried to be a smoker when I was in college and especially in grad school. I really tried to be a smoker in grad school. Yeah. Yeah. And never mind the fact that I think I'm pretty much allergic to cigarette smoke. (laughs) My mama would always say, you know, you're allergic. I I don't know that I am, but thank you, Lita. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So what I'm saying is for somebody who has really never smoked, I I'm real sad about some of the lines that are around my mouth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. it just starts to happen. It's a thing it's now I do drink out of a straw. And so that probably doesn't help, but I can't not drink out of a straw at this point. So it is what it is, Mm -hmm. but I ordered this from Sephora and I really like it. It's it's lawless is the brand, but it's called forget the filler line, smoothing, plumping gloss. I love this color. This, yes, this velvet color. Yep. And that's, I ordered it in the velvet color. Now it comes in like, you know, different colors. Like it comes in kind of more clear ones. It comes in some nudes. Some of them have shimmer, but the one I got is velvet and it's, it's called a rosy mauve with plummy undertones. And it just, it's almost like the Laneige sleeping mask, but like during the day where it's like, it just really hydrates and it really does kind of smooth out your lip line a little bit. Like it just looks really pretty. And so I've worn it by itself. I've worn it over gloss, but it's, it's really good. So, um, and so, I'm not normally one to pay more money for a lip gloss. Cause I'm like, eh, drugstore lip glosses are fine, but this one is actually really good. I am going to pick this up at the Birmingham store later today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see if they have it. Cause they did not have it in my store and I had to order it and they, it was real sad, but. Okay. Um, maybe they don't have it. I thought they did. Maybe they don't. Okay. I'll, I'll follow up on that later. Nobody wants to hear about yeah. my shipping situation, but <laughs> no, because no, it was real deceptive on mine because it was kind of like, it looked like it was. And then when I did it, they were like, nope, out of stock. And I was like, dang it. No, so, it's here. Listen, it'll be oh, ready by 7 PM. Well, then what more could you want? What more could you want? Listen, here we go, everyone. Delighted. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you have it. I'll have this um, with me in Texas. 
Okay. Well, I'll have it with, we'll both have it in yes. Texas. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. So anyway, those are my five favorites. Those are fantastic. Day. Those pants. Oh, my goodness. I know. I know. They're so good. I mean, and I can't tell you, and they're comfortable. And like, that is the whole, I'm like, why didn't I get them? I don't know why I didn't get them. I should have gotten them. And now I'm going to have to go back. And you ever them. thought it, you ever thought it. I did. I was trying to be a better version of myself and I should never, why should, why, <laughs> why, why am I going to rein myself in now? Well, you know, listen, I didn't rein myself in with this lip gloss. I've got, yeah. a, I've already <laughs> completed my transaction. Mm-hmm. So glad. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's it. All right. Well, we'll have loads to talk about next week. I'm guessing because we'll recap our, our Texas trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We won't have to talk about Aggie football. And so for that, I'm kind of grateful. Haynes King and I both need a week off <laughs> to recover. Can Haynes you. King even walk on Sunday? I would argue <sighs> no. I would argue listen, no. I know. God bless. I mean, he, his whole body, he sacrificed his whole body that game. He did. He Mm -hmm. did. He did the best he could. I Mm -hmm. felt like they all played. I have no, I have no qualms with any of the players. I don't, I don't have any issue with the players in their heart or anything like that. I mean, all my issues are with Jimbo because he's the grown man being paid a whole (laughs) lot of money to coach this team. And on that note, everyone, (laughs) we hope the rest of your week is great. I'm going to publish this on the right day. And um, thanks as always for being with us. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Y'all have a good week. Okay. We'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye y'all. Bye.